the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with uh, just a wonderful sister, a friend, and a leader in our community. We have with us Carrie Garcia, who co-pastors with her husband uh, at New City Church in uh, Gabe Garcia at New City Church in Oakland, the city of Oakland, um, and also is also on our board of directors. So excited to have you on the show, Carrie. And thank you so much for all that you do to bless us here at Love Number Fits. Thank you so much, Vanessa. Um, it's a treat to be here with you and to do everything we can to partner up with LNF. So it is my joy. Yeah, well, you know, there's so many things that, um, you know, like some of the things that I'm just so grateful for, specifically in terms of your lens and you coming in as a board member and then the church just kind of enveloping us with love and support, uh, you know, certainly in your role as a as a co-leader or co-pastor of New City Church um, is has been super like such a blessing because of all the work that we're doing in Oakland and knowing that we have, um, you know, pastors that are there that are praying for us that are um, validating some of the things that we are seeing out in the city and, and, you know, kind of, can kind of share our hearts about the city, which, uh, you know, a city that we deeply love and um, want to see uh, flourish and, 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 and be safe. Um, and so we share so many things in 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 common as it relates to the city of Oakland. But the other thing that I just wanted to highlight for people is that Carrie has studied and received her degree in psychology from Trinity Western University um, and um, master's degree in um, or started her master's degree in um, marriage and family therapy 
Um, she is, you know, deeply committed to the mental health space and kind of really understanding the psychological aspect of some of these traumas. And so I think that's, I'm just really grateful to have a kindred spirit in that, in that regard on the board, because so much of what we're dealing with, um, is, you know, has a mental health, uh, component to it. And, um, you know, and, and I think that's one of the reasons why, I'm, you know, I, I just am so passionate about uh, addressing the issue of human trafficking is because uh, I know that people wouldn't be doing half of the things that they're doing if they were well. So thank you for being kind of locking arms with me in that regard. And so I just want to talk a little bit about that. Right. So you have been working with us for, you know, a couple of years now. And um, you're seeing what's happening in, in, in your city, in the city of Oakland, where you're raising your children. Tell me how it feels to, to see that, to feel that. And um, where are you and your husband, you know, kind of where you're sitting and, and uh, what you think about and what you talk about as you contemplate your role as someone who's a safe person for people that also live there. Yeah, it's a it's a scary time <laughs> uh, to to just be honest to be raising young kids in in Oakland. Um, I often tell people Oakland is a place of beauty and brokenness, and every day you see the beauty of Oakland. I mean, it is it's a it's you've got the hills and you've got the bay, so there's just like the creative beauty of God. You've got so much ethnic diversity. Um, and so you can just see image bears that all look so different and it's beautiful. There's so much beauty. There's so much creative uh, energy in this city. Um, but then you, you can't help but also see the brokenness. I mean, uh, you know, we had an incident in our neighborhood a couple weeks ago where our kids school was on lockdown. Um you know, and, and there's just those things that you see um, on a regular basis of the violence and the crime and the exploitation of people. And I think for, for Gabe and I, um, we're doing everything we can to teach our kids um, to see the beauty of what's around them and to also just be aware. We're always telling them just, <laughs> just be aware of your surroundings and what, what's happening around you and make wise choices based on that. Um, but I, you know, as a mom raising three kids, my, one of my deepest prayers for my kids is, is that they, they would just see all people. They, they would see all people as image bearers and that they would also see the immense power of the gospel to transform the most unlikely people. And I think when you're doing ministry in a, in an urban context, uh, you have the ability to see God do that, to just work in amazing ways to draw people from all walks of life to him. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's a little bit crazy, but um, my, my prayer is that uh, our kids would grow up with just a, a, a view of the bigness of God and, and the his his amazing ability to to work miraculously through through broken people like me and you to 
to see other people come to know him um, and experience his his grace, his peace and his love. Yeah. You know, it's it's an interesting um, challenge um, to think about kind of wanting God to be very real for you and your family. And at the same time, feeling like I want to protect my family and go somewhere that's safe, especially if you have the ability to do that. Right. And so it's definitely a privilege. And like, for me, I moved out of San Francisco at the time because I was so hyper vigilant about my children. And because of my past trauma, um, I could not relax in, I moved from San Francisco to Hayward and still could not relax in those settings. Um, and just, just for a listening audience to kind of give get an idea, you know, someone who's experienced all kinds of trauma, my son would be in the backyard where we lived in Hayward. And I promise you every five minutes, I would yell out of the, the window, the back door or the side window, you know, are you there? Are you okay? And he would go, yeah, mom. And he got so tired of me yelling out of the window. Are you all right? <laughs> that he never he decided I'm not going to even go in the backyard anymore because my mom is so anxious the entire time. I'm just outside because I was there was a drive by shooting right across the street from where my you know our house was, and there were there were this couple that was, you know, on meth that was beating up on each other. And then a car drove through the driveway at the, in another house next to where, you know, drunken driver drove through the driveway. So these things, right. um, Can make it to where you can't relax. And yet, you know, God's word is clear. He says, you know, peace I give you, right. Like his peace is on us. And so to be honest, Vanessa, like, that's what I tell people. I, I was really, I mean, we moved from suburban Los Angeles. We had a, a big house. Our kids were in a great school. Um, when God called us to Oakland, what has, what has been amazing through our three years here is that when things happen, like a, a shooting outside of our house or, you know, whatever, the, these things that just happen, um, my my sense of God's calling has been unwavering. And I, I can't even really express how comforting that's been that in things that would normally be so, and, and they do shake you. They yeah. do shake you for a minute, but there's never been in the three years we've been here a time where I've even thought for a second, I wish we didn't live here or mm. I, I wish we could move. And I, I just, every time that happens, I'm thankful to the Lord for his sustaining grace and his peace that he's given us. And, and I, I, I don't believe that God's called everyone to work in a, in an urban city center, but for those that he has his ability to give his peace, I just, mm. I, I can't thank him enough for that, you know, yeah. and, it, and it's a reminder that he is with us always. And he is, he's going to provide, he's going to protect. It doesn't, mean that everything's going to be easy, but his presence, um, I think is what's sustaining us at this point. Amen. Amen. And I want to just tell everybody, 
just so you know, when I was having all of those challenges, I was not, I had not given my life to the Lord yet. And so making that decision to surrender myself to the Lord and to his covering and to his leading that, you know, you're talking about, Carrie, is uh, is one of the most powerful things you can do, especially if you're living in the middle of a combat zone. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about, you know, um, this. What is what is the Lord showing you now that you've landed in Oakland about human trafficking, about other things that are going on and all the beautiful things that you're doing at the schools nearby? Uh, I want the listening audience to kind of hear more about that. So we'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Starting this week, Operation Christmas Child will host Project Leader and Kickoff Countdown events throughout the Bay Area. Come learn how this program collects Christmas gift boxes from your churches, businesses, and community and distributes them to children in need worldwide. These boxes are filled with toys, school supplies, and hygiene products by people like you who want to make a difference in children overseas and their lives. Who These are children who may have never received a new gift before. Did you know that since 1993, nearly 540,000 volunteers worldwide have delivered over 209 million gifts to children in over 170 countries? In 2023, Operation Christmas Child uh, would like to reach another 11 million children in their 30th year of ministry. At their events, you'll be able to meet regional team members and learn how to work with others in your community to make a gift box and spread the word. Learn how children hear the gospel and become disciples of Christ. At some of their events, a guest speaker who has received a gift box will share their touching and personal testimony. And so you want to mark your calendar September 23rd in San Jose. Join in or visit SamaritanPurse.org forward slash OCC for time, date, and location information and click on the Project Leader Weekend picture. Uh, Excited for you to get involved in this wonderful ministry and so grateful that Love Never Fails can do our part to promote the love that is being provided to so many children across our world. Merry Christmas! Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Carrie Garcia. She and her husband, uh, Gabe, are the pastors of New City Church, um, which has been around, what, two years almost, right? Um, and is... Uh, she is doing a variety of things, partnering with Oakland Unified School District, um, partnering with Love Never Fails, and really looking to bring transformation to broken people in broken places um, and seeing the beauty in, in all around, despite, despite the report, the news report, right? What are you seeing? What are you, what are you thinking about when you, when you think about New City Church, Oakland? The Bay Area. 
Yeah, we will have our second birthday in October, which is yeah. kind of wild. Um, in Almost some ways, flown by. And in other other days, it feels like it's dragging. But our, I think our deepest heart for New City is that it would be a place where people could take their next step in their journey with Jesus. For some people, that's a first step. That's like that's a first, you know, opening their mouth and saying, "God, are you real?" Um, for other people, they've been walking with the Lord for decades, and they're, and they're growing and and they're deepening their understanding of Him. So that's our prayer. But then, secondary to that is that. As we grow in our walk with Jesus, um, that it would compel us outward. Um, there's there's a lot of people that that grow in their knowledge and understanding of the Lord, and then keep it to themselves, and it doesn't grow their heart of compassion um, and their heart for the lost. And so, as we grow disciples of Jesus, our deepest heart is that it would propel us outward, um, and that we would see the thousands of people that live in the city that are unchurched or dechurched that have church hurt that have very horrible views of, of who Jesus is or who the church is. And so um, God has blessed us with some really amazing partnerships with OUSD and, and with you all at LNF. And um, we're just plotting along, trying, trying to be um, faithful in our service and, Nothing fancy, nothing showy, but just kind of showing up where there's need. Yeah. You know, I think that's uh, one of the things that I love so much about you guys is that you are, uh, you're so real down to earth. Just love, love that about you and, um, and appreciate so much that you are, um, you guys are fun and authentic and goofy and especially Gabe, you know, he just, little on the goof, goofy side, huh? <laughs> and we get him together with Clint from East Town, and it's just a whole comedy show, isn't it? <laughs> the two of them should never be in the same room. Maybe we should preach together sometime. That would be that would be that fun. would be. I I think we should get them to do some kind of stand up comedy set as a fundraiser. Wouldn't that be get, get get like a little um pastor keep pastor as your day job. Uh, comedy show <laughs> anyway but um we uh we're gonna take a quick break here and um just wanted to share a little bit before we do about this freedom walk that we have coming up because i know that's part of the you know your expression your desire to bring awareness and activation to the community and so uh, well, maybe maybe you just share a little bit with us about um, what the Freedom Walk is, how you and Gabe came to kind of envision it, um, and what your hope is for this year. And of course, we're going to extend the invitation to those that are listening as well. Yeah, the Freedom Walk, uh, it's funny. It actually started, well, we did our first one last year. And it happened because the venue that we rent for church uh, had a conflict that day. So we didn't have a place to meet. And we just thought, hey, let's do something that's community facing um, and, mm -hmm. and built into our city. And so, you know, the idea of this walking for freedom started. And last year was great. I mean, of course, it was the one day in September where we got like a monsoon. Right. <laughs> But uh, it was it was great. And we had a couple churches join us. We raised a good amount of money. 
Um, and, and our goal with the Freedom Walk was to do two things, to raise awareness of the issue of human trafficking in the East Bay and to raise funds for Love Never Fails. And so um, last year was a lot of fun. We've got we've got it lined up again this year for September 23rd. And we're excited. Yes, September 23rd, Fremont High School. Um, and it's from 1030 to 2 p.m. We have T-shirts that are super fancy and nice. And we're going to be walking. Come as you are. Um, not It's not going to be a, a, a speed race. You're going to just be moseying on down the street, family friendly. Um, in solidarity to raise awareness about human trafficking. And so you can get your tickets today by going to loveneverfailsus.com forward slash events and link to the ticket page. I believe the tickets are $25 each and that's just for the t-shirts themselves. And then um, you'll be able to hear from various speakers, survivor leaders, artists, and uh, myself, I will say a few words. And so we're super grateful. Lots of sponsors as well. Um, did want to uh, just shout out the, a couple of the sponsors that are, have come on. Wow, we've got MTC, um, Memorial Tabernacle Church. You've, we've got um, STPC. We've got, oh my goodness, South Bay Coalition. I'm sorry, South Bay Community Church, Tapestry Church, New Bridges. Oh, my goodness. Um, Allen Temple, Sunset Bible Church, East Town, um, and of course, uh, New Bridges, and of course, New City. And so lots of churches have joined us. Um, and then we have other uh, folks that have joined us as well that are joining as um, corporate sponsors. Um, super grateful for that as well. Um, just, you know, shout out to uh, organizations that are um, going to be volunteer or people rather that are going to be volunteering with us. Um, but the, the organizations that have agreed to be with us are Renaissance Entrepreneurship Center, Arm of Care, Brady, Teen Challenge, um, uh, East Palo Alto PD, Allen Temple Street Disciples, Missy, um, Res uh, Redemption House of the Bay Area, uh, and who else is this team? Oh, yeah, we said team challenge. Wow. Um, some of these I'm just looking at the sign Morning Star, um, John Muir Health, sheesh, uh, Tra Trevor, uh, Council Member Trevor Reed's office. So I'm just, whoa, I'm just uh, blown away at how much traction we have in just one year. Uh, with the and the number of people that are rallying and going to join us, and so um, hoping that you'll also be there to walk with us. Got lots of sponsors, lots of churches, but guess where the rubber meets the road in your foot <laughs> on the ground, right? Right, Carrie? Yes, yes. We would just encourage um, everyone to come out. I mean, my seven-year-old son is going to be there and my neighbor, Mr. Al, who's 75, is going to be there. So wherever you land uh, in that range, um, you know, it's going to be a family-friendly event. Um, and we just believe that when, when the community comes together for the good of this city, good things will happen. All right, we're going to take a quick break and come back. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. 
To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Are you struggling to find peace in your life? Feeling anxious or going through a difficult life storm? Scott Dixon, a Christian humanitarian filmmaker and host of the Dove Teachings web series, wants you to know that you are not alone. Go to DoveTeachings.org to see great Dove Teaching lessons, pastor insights, and aspiring testimonies. You can watch the current show and more at DoveTeachings.org. That's D-O-V-E Teachings.org, where you will find peace in your daily life through the teachings of Jesus. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Carrie Garcia and just having a discussion about the Freedom Walk, about Oakland, uh, New City Church, about Oakland and uh, different things that are going on. And yet the peace of God is prevailing even the more. And um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about that with you, Carrie. So, you know, when you are in your church services, you've got this wide range of people that um, are attending with different experiences. You know, some people that are attending your services have no experience with urban, you know, challenges and others who have actually been trafficked. Um, How do you... You know, how do you reach? You now, someone might be listening who's a pastor who's running a church somewhere, and they're thinking, "How do I actually make myself relevant to this wide range of folks and and have a multicultural, you know, uh, layered socioeconomically, you know, blended church? What? How, how do you do that? What is, what's some advice you could give? Yeah, I mean, I think the the first thing I would say is, is we're always, we're always trying to think of and see the service through the lens of someone who's unchurched. So, I mean, church is weird, Vanessa, like people singing together, raising their hands, like, you know, it's kind of a like, if you didn't grow up in church, church is, is odd. It's strange. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's weird. It's uncomfortable. And so we're always trying to think through the whole service from when someone walks in the door to when they sit. Um, if they've never come to a church service before, um, how to make it the most comfortable for them. So, you know, even when whoever's preaching is prepping the sermon, um, it's, it's trying to think through uh, eliminating some of those church church words that we use all the time that, uh, someone who's sitting there m- may not understand. Um, it's thinking through how we frame the music we sing, the type of music we sing. Um, our worship leader, I say, Taimani, 
does an amazing job of picking amazing from all different types of genres, all different languages. We try at least once every other week to sing a song in a, in a different language because God's church is not just um, uh, songs in English. Right. And so we are trying to get a big view of this big God by remembering that people all over the world are singing to him in, in different tongues and languages. Um, and so one Sunday at New City, we might sing a song in Spanish and then we might sing an old hymn and then we might do a Maverick City song and shoot, we might even do like a, a Phil Wickham, you know, but yeah, we're trying really hard um, to live out what it what it looks like to be a multi-ethnic church. And part of that means that nobody's going to actually feel super comfortable. Like mm. if I took all the music for New City we would only sing Maverick City. That, that yeah. would be my voice. Um, yeah. But not everybody shares my same preference. And so part of us trying to live out this multi-ethnic, multi-generational church is to realize that everyone's going to be a little bit uncomfortable and, mm. to, be, and to be okay with that. Um, and yeah, we have people at New City that have, like I said, been walking with the Lord for years, some that are are exploring who Jesus is. Um, and we're doing everything we can to lift up who Jesus is. We, ne- we never want to delude um, the gospel, the full gospel message. Um, but at the same time, um, we want to be very mindful that there's people in the room who, who, the gospel is is a foreign language to them. You know, they've never heard it before. And how do we, how do we speak it in a way, how do we show it in a way that they might understand? You know, I got a, uh, just a picture uh, as you were speaking. I love that. First of all, I hear that there is some intentionality in what you're doing. Right. And like, I'm going to make space for things that I'm not used to or that make me uncomfortable, or that, um, you know, somebody else wants to contribute to this experience. And I love that. Love that, you know, in every way. I just love that. Um, I love the commitment to discomfort. Um, I find that that is exactly where the Lord has me with Love Never Fails all the time. It's like I had to... I had to, uh, I think Pastor Miss Missy Pine, um, one day she said, you know, she calls me Vanessa. She's like, Vanessa, she's like, I, I finally think I've come to the end of me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, that, that could preach, girl. You better take that and make a book. The end of me. She's, she's yeah. laughing, but no, seriously, that's like a shirt. It's a, it's a book. It's a, it's a lifestyle. Like the end of me. I've come to the end of me where I'm no longer requiring everything to be adapted to my personal, you know, preferences and my music and the people I want to be around. But instead, I'm lending myself to whatever the Lord, you know, would have me to do. But but I love that. I love I love what you said. And the picture I got was that of Jesus saying, you know, just follow me like. Leave all your junk, all your personalization, 
your favorite shirt, your favorite shoes. Leave it. Yeah, we're gonna go and get uncomfortable. Yep. <laughs> and it, and it really, I mean, we we love our Sunday gatherings. We love uh, the diversity we experience on Sundays. But the hard work is actually Monday through Saturday. Like mm-hmm. you can have a church that's very uh, diverse uh, in its appearance. But living life with people that are different from you Monday through Saturday it is a different story. Um, and so for us, we're, we're always encouraging people to join city groups, which is our small groups, because it's in those contexts where you're, you're in someone's home and you just you're able to dig a little bit deeper um, and grow and journey in life with people. Um, but I think it's, you know, we have, you know. On Sundays, a myriad of people we meet in Jack London. So we have people that just walk into our space because they saw a sign or they heard music. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're just curious what's happening. Um, I remember a few months back contacting you because we had a young woman who walked into our church um, because she had actually gone down to Jack London to meet someone who was going to exploit her. A young woman came in, she saw the church sign, she walked in, um, and by God's grace and by, you know, just the ability to contact with you, she was kind of, uh, you know, made a different choice that day, you know? Um, and so uh, on any given Sunday, uh, we're always surprised and amazed by um, just the people that God's bringing, the work that he's doing, uh, even here in Oakland. Yes, even here in Oakland, I hear that. Well, hey, you know, Oakland's getting a bad rap, and it and it's it's really not about um, the people. It's not about the people. There's there's there is um, there's something you know spiritual happening there, and there's an oppression that's happening, and we've got to pray for yeah. that to come off of the people that that God loves dearly. It's not, you know, uh, you know, you can get defensive and go, wait a minute, hold on. This, you know, you're talking about us. Don't be calling my baby ugly. You can call your baby ugly, but don't call mine. But you know, the bottom line is it's not the people. It's the, it's something going on there. That's so true. We had a, a pastor friend, uh, tell us recently that he preached somewhere else in the country. And he said it was interesting to experience the, he said he felt like there was a lightness mm-hmm. on his ability to share uh, in a different part of the country. And that there's something you, you do, it's hard to explain to people that don't live here, uh, but you really do feel uh, the enemy's presence. Um and and stronghold in in mm-hmm. parts of this city. So we have to pray. We gotta pray. We gotta pray. We gotta walk. We gotta move in those spaces. We're the light of the earth, the salt, right? You know, yeah. but anyway, all right, we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk a little bit more about uh some other things that you are working on. I'd love to hear, I'd love for folks to hear about other ways that you're reaching out, you know, um, OUSD, you know, you're loving on kids in the school and, and, you know, again, hoping that all of this, this, you know, if we can intervene in the life of a third grader, 
and help them to learn how to read and help them to feel supported by a safe adult. Um, there's so much that we can change in our world just by sewing into the life of third graders and below. So we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Carrie Garcia of New City Church in Oakland. We're talking about the Freedom Walk. We're talking about engaging with people that are hurting in the community, um, whether they be trafficked, homeless, um, or just someone who needs a listening ear. So tell me... Here, you know, just some stats here, right? So we know that the children that cannot read by the age, uh, by third grade, uh, there's just a lot of uh, data that shows that that is a pipeline to prison, pipeline to human trafficking, pipeline to criminal outcomes, unfortunately. Um, And so, you know, investing in early childhood uh, wellness is something that, you know, Love Never Fails is passionate about and it's something that New City Church is passionate about. I wanted you to share some of what you've been doing in the way of that. Yeah, when we moved to Oakland, um, we were committed to getting involved and serving um, the local school right here in our community. And uh, God provided us with uh, a person of peace at the school who opened some doors for us and um, we have um, really just loved our partnership with a couple different OUSD schools. Um, and we've just tried to do things um, that meet felt needs, uh, that show kids that they're seen, that they're known, that they're loved, that they're important, that they matter. Um, and so every year uh, for the last three years, uh, we've provided brand new backpacks and school supplies for kids so that they go to school on the first day um, with something new, something that's theirs, something that's not handed down to them or ripped or broken. Um, So we've done that. Uh, We've been able to renovate a teacher's staff lounge so that it's a place that they can meet and gather and enjoy. 
Um, we've been able to host a holiday gift shop every year where parents can come or guardians can come and buy um, brand new great holiday gifts for their kids at a really discounted price and get them wrapped up and um, be able to then give their kids a gift for whatever holiday that they they celebrate. Um, and so those are just some of the, the the ways that we've tried to show up. It's funny, we we met with a couple teachers this summer and basically said, hey, what are we doing that you want us to stop doing? Because <laughs> we don't want to just spend money on things that we think are important. They don't that don't really meet the needs of the students, family, staff. Mm-hmm. Um, and what are some things that that we're missing the mark that, that we can we can help you by doing? And they said, first of all, you can't stop doing anything you're doing. <laughs> you have to keep <laughs> all the programs going. And Gabe was kind of laughing because he was kind of hoping we could stop doing the backpacks because he so many people do backpacks. And one of the teachers said, you have no idea uh, the confidence it gives a child to have a, a brand new backpack. And and they went through, you know, kind of all the programs said, you got to keep doing this, keep doing this. And then the really sweet thing they said was, um, we wish every school in OUSD had a church like New City connected to it. Mm, wow. Um, and we just, for us, I mean, the, the big picture, we would love to play matchmaker as we continue to grow in um, gaining trust with the district. Um, we would love to match other churches with other schools in their neighborhoods or communities because um, I just think if churches were to show up for these different schools and really, like I said, um, just mundane kind of regular ways, but just mean the world to these communities, I think it'd be an amazing way for this city to gain a different picture of what the church is, what the church is about, um, who God is. Um, so that's kind of our, our big, big long-term prayer, um, big Jesus sized vision is that we would see more and more churches adopting schools and showing up for these kids. Um, you know, when they, they, they asked us if along with doing, continuing to do everything that we're doing, that we would start doing a couple more things. <laughs> so we said, Oh boy, what, what do we need to do? But it, um, Vanessa, it, it broke our hearts because they said there are tons of kids that don't make it to school for weeks on end because they have no way to get to school. So they don't have transportation. They can't pay for the bus. So they asked new city to start providing clipper cards for the kids so that they could take public transit. Um, And the second thing was they asked if new city would create a hygiene closet for the school. They said, there's a number of kids who don't have access to just, you know, deodorant, um, belts, socks, shampoo, lotions, those type of things. And if we could provide that, not only would it help the child that needs it, but it would help the teacher who has the child in the classroom that has poor hygiene and it it then affects the whole classroom, right? Um, And we just, one, it broke our heart um, to hear that, but two, it was like, yes, yes, we can do those things. That's a deodorant cost, what, three bucks? Like, you know, we, we can we can do that. And so actually this past week, we were able to create the hygiene closet at one of our schools and um, just praying that all, all those little items would communicate love to these kids. Wow. 
my goodness. Yeah, it's um, it's so heartbreaking to think that, you know, it's simple things like this. I mean, for me, uh, when I think about, um, you know, something like hygiene, you know, I I fully understand. I, I you know, I grew up in a home where we didn't have you know, everything that we needed. And there were times where I was embarrassed because I couldn't comb my hair Um, or I couldn't let people come to my house because there were roaches and I didn't want them to see that, I, you know, I had those kind of things or we were eating TV dinner, you know, you know, one dollar, two dollar TV dinner. And it was like, there's no inviting people over to come and eat because you barely have enough food yourself. Right. And so. um these challenges that kids are going through have an impact on their ability to learn. You know, like you said, it's like if someone has BO and they're, you know, let's say they're 10 and they're starting to develop and they have BO and they don't have deodorant and then everybody's calling them stinky and no one wants to sit by them and they're poking at them. How can, first of all, they can, can't learn. They're so covered in shame and it's, yeah. So thank you for doing that. And thank you for heeding the call. And I am going to be praying in agreement that there would be a church that would, that would um, uh, uh, adopt each of the schools. In the city of Oakland, there are 29,000 children under the age of five, 71,000 under the age of 17. That's not a lot of people. 71,000, that's not a lot of people. If we were to adopt schools and assign them to churches to do what you're what you're describing, how powerful would that be? Oh my gosh, so so doable. We just have to get tactical, right? Strategic, plan it out, plan it out. Right. And you know, we are standing on the shoulders of people that have been doing work in this city for decades, and it is. Yeah. It is a joy to come in and, and work alongside churches that we, we're, we're the new kid on the block. You know, we're, we're brand new. There is there's pastors, staff, churches that have been faithfully working this hard soil for years and, and doing the work in schools. And I just think the more what I'm excited about with the Freedom Walk is I think there's 12, 12 plus churches that are joining mm-hmm. together and saying, hey, we may not do church the same way, but we believe in the same God and we believe that he's not done working in the city. And so we're going to link up and we're going to walk for the freedom of people that are being exploited in our city. Um, and I just think the more and more um churches gain unity with one another um that's a powerful thing you know and i think um a lot of times churches are known for their disunity and our prayer as we as we join up with churches that they again like i said have been doing this so much longer than us it's 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 um it's humbling for us 
as a small young church to see other churches that have been here for so long saying, yeah, we'll, we'll link up with, with the newbie. <laughs> we'll, we'll walk and, and we'll raise some money. Um, and, and our prayer is just that this partnership will continue to grow every year and God's kingdom um, would, would flourish because of the united work of God's people in the city. Amen. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. Thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We've just been having a good chat here uh, with Carrie and uh, Garcia of New City Church, um, just uh, talking about all things Oakland and specifically the Freedom Walk. And so, again, um, Carrie, maybe you can just kind of plug again the details of the Freedom Walk and and then I'll come back around with some other events. Yeah, Freedom Walk, it will be on Saturday, September 23rd. Uh, it will be at Fremont High School here in Oakland. So not in Fremont, in Oakland. Um, <laughs> we're going to gather up at 10.30 a.m. Uh, we're going to have a powerful pre-rally where we're going to hear from Vanessa. We're going to hear from a survivor. Um, and then we're going to go walk. We're, we're going to hit the pavement. We're going to move our feet and we're going to walk for freedom. Uh, so we'll walk one mile. Uh, it won't be strenuous. We'll go at a nice, steady pace. Uh, and then we're going to come back and we're going to enjoy lunch together. Um, we've got Mr. Softy ice cream truck coming. We've got Kona ice truck coming. Uh, we've got tons and tons of raffle items, including 49er tickets and warrior tickets. So it's going to be a ton of fun. Um, and again, our goal is to raise awareness of the issue of trafficking here in the East Bay and also to raise money for Love Never Fails. So every single dollar that comes into this event through registration, through the raffle tickets, through extra donations that people want to give, is all going to Love Never Fails. Last year, I think we raised $15,000 and we have a much higher goal this year. We're going to keep that goal internal, but um, we're, we're just praying that as churches and other nonprofits and people that just live in Oakland come together to walk together, to link up um, that uh, we'll raise a lot of money and, and we'll see God do amazing things through it. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to personally thank you um, for your support in pulling this together. You guys have uh, applied an events coordinator and you've brought your vision forward selflessly um, so that we can do the work that we're doing. So again, thank you so much, Carrie. Thank you to you and your family for the sacrifices that you make every day. Um, how can people get plugged in if they'd like to attend New City Church? Uh, yeah, Our, we're on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Um, website is nccoakland.org. 
we meet in Jack London Square at 4 p.m. on Sundays. So if you like to sleep in, our church is the place for you. That's the one for you. Absolutely. All right. Well, and if there is uh, just a few more minutes here, just want to quickly remind you that we have um, our golf tournament that's coming up on October the 23rd. Um, you can get the tickets again for the walk uh, at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash events. You'll see the tickets and there also you will see the uh, LNF golf tournament. And so that's from 10 to 430 Crow Canyon Country Club. Um, and there are a variety of ways that you can get involved with that individual tickets for sums. Um, there's still sponsorship opportunities. So please uh, go to loveneverfailsus.com forward slash events and get signed up today. Also, our virtual graduation is October the 19th for IT Biz 2023. We are graduating, I think, over 100 students. So if you want to join us and be a part of that amazing graduation ceremony, Please, please, please sign up today. It is free and we want to rally for everybody that is going to be graduating. Um, all of those students who have been working so hard. All right. I think that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. And of course, if you haven't heard it before or if you need to hear it again, please always remember that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.